to see the kind of industries that are opening up. This is Local Biz Now with Joe Vagnone, where your business matters. Local Biz Now. You have to determine what is working, what isn't working. Joe Vagnone is a respected business broker, helping individuals buy and sell businesses. Joe has successfully owned and operated many companies in a variety of industries. This is Local Biz Now. Local Biz Now. Because your business matters. And you are listening to the number one talk business show in all of North Carolina, coming to you live from Burner's Cigar Studio, home of the finest premium cigars and cigar smokers in the world. Great people, premium cigars. Life is good at Burner's Cigars, located in Burkdale Village. Please go on by there and tell them Joe sent you, and your first cigar is on me. We hope that this Monday afternoon you sit back, relax, get yourself a cup of coffee, a Coca-Cola, a a Pepsi, whatever it is that makes you relax, because we intend on inspiring, informing, and entertaining you, because that's what we do here at News Talk WSIC. I am Joe Vagnone. This is Local Biz Now. We've been going strong for over 10 years. We have well over 850 small business owners and community leaders that we have interviewed. We have well over 575 videos on our YouTube channel. I wanted to say new, but it is no longer new. Uh, go to uh, Joe Vagnone Business Broker. Again, Joe Vagnone Business Broker, and you can see all of the videos that we have done over the years. A lot of good stuff, a lot of small business stuff there. Again, Joe Vagnone Business Broker. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We would appreciate that. We are also live on the book, live on the tubes, live on the X. And for those of you that don't know Joe Talk, that's Facebook, YouTube, and X, and uh, anything else that um, Wilton decides to push us out on. If it is Monday afternoon, your business matters. Now, every Monday, we always have a co-host, and this Monday, we have a substitute, because as you know, um, my my, my, uh, co-host from last week has taken a trip, so we searched the world wide and far to find my co-host, and lo and behold, he was sitting there in Statesville, uh, the uh, news director of WSIC. The last time he was on the program, you know, my wife said I was a little chippy to him. She felt like I did not give him the degree of respect that he deserved. But at the time, in my defense, he was not the news director of WSIC at the time. So I thought I'd make it up to him. Wilton, hit it, buddy. This is his favorite song. Crank it up, Wilton. Patrick Reynolds brings the energy of NASCAR to everything that he does. This New England native who once traveled to the nation's speedways, built cars, worked on pit crews, discovered his gift for speaking and inspiring others, has now become co-host of WSIC Local Biz Now. Also, he is the new news director for this radio station. He he has discovered, excuse me, he was discovered by his only friend and mentor, Joe Vagnone. And so begins his fabulous 
broadcasting journalism career. Since then, Patrick has hosted podcasts, radio shows, emceed countless events, and is a public speaker. He capitalized on his teachings in theater and stage skills to bring excitement and energy to all audiences, young and old. There is no doubt Patrick Reynolds will get your next event energized and roaring like a NASCAR engine. Please welcome my friend and mentee, Patrick Reynolds. Yay! I wish. (laughs) All right, well, you can drop that. Now that is the best intro I can do for you. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I wish you could uh, come out of your shell a little bit and maybe go over the top a little bit. (laughs) Bring in some hyperbole. That's okay. But not bad for your first try at being overdramatic. Thank you. That was a warm, over-the-top, unnecessary, flattering, ego-massaging introduction, (laughs) and I loved every second of it. And you did not call me by my nickname that you tagged me with when okay. I co-hosted the show. The last time I did that, my wife felt like I was offensive and that I, she felt like I did not give you the respect that you deserved. True, But if you want to know what I really think, I think you know nothing, do nothing, say nothing, are nothing, have accomplished nothing, and everybody wants to be Patrick and loves you. I don't understand that. And to make it worse, I just ruined the intro, didn't I? And to make it worse. Keep going. Here's a shovel. For ten and a half years, I've been trying to get the code to get in the building. And today I'm sitting in here because, you know, i got to ask permission for Wilton to get inside the studio. You understand? Yeah. I hear beep, 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 beep. And here you come walking in with the code. Wilton, how in the world does Patrick get the code and I don't get the code? I don't understand that. That just goes to show you the man, buddy. You the man. You have to be Patrick Kardashian <laughs> to, to do these things. You are the Kardashian of Lake Norman. I There's no question about it. Do nothing, am nothing, know nothing yet. <laughs> Yet there's a message in my inbox from Joe Vagnone asking me, please, will you come in and co-host the show with me? I'm part of the problem, you, aren't I? You are the problem. <laughs> and to me, it's not a problem. It's how I make a living. So I'm cool with that. So keep, keep talking. I will sit here, do nothing, keep you company, and uh, yes, radio radio magic. Have it be. And I appreciate you being here, buddy. Um, Thank you. And you are doing me a favor by being here, and I appreciate it. Um, I do want to say that you are the new news director for WSIC. I believe it is absolutely the best show our new owner has put together since he's been here. I think it is exceptional. I think you allow me from five to six to catch up on all of the area news from five or six different places. I think it is exceptional, my friend. Thank you so much for your kind words. When the idea of the news show was brought, because it was an idea we started with, we kicked around a lot of a lot of ways to do it, because when you are doing news, there are several different formats. And we decided, WSIC, local news talk, let's do local news. And that's what we do. We focus on the headlines of the footprint of the station's reach. North Charlotte, Iredell County, Lake Norman, west side of Lake Norman, Lincolnton. 
where our audience is. That's where we that's where we concentrate on News Drive at five. Weekdays, 5 p.m. here on WSIC. And you know what's kind of fun for me, because most people don't know this, but we've been friends for years. And after my, because I had my show for 10 years on Friday mornings, you you would always come in on Friday mornings, and then we'd go to breakfast. Breakfast, that was... And I used to get my family advice from you. We would would spend two hours at the Cracker Barrel... Um, and so I miss those. I miss those. Me Friday too. Oh, the dad advice and the conversations. Yeah. We would joke, we would laugh, but we got into some serious parenting as, as dads too. Was, I miss those days. So I love hearing my news guy, you know, <laughs> who I get advice from comes. So it's great, buddy. It really is great. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here on Local Biz Now. So now, now that uh, we've done all those pleasantries, let's take a break. We come back, we'll get some business done. Your business matters. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yeah, this is number one talk business radio show in North Carolina. If it's Monday afternoon, say it, Patrick, say it, say it. Your business matters. Yeah, and we cannot have a co-host, especially somebody as uh, prevalent as Patrick Reynolds, without digging in a little bit to some business and making it work a little bit. So I pulled out an article. There, There is a newsletter that I get. It's a formal newsletter. Um, it comes every month. I, we've had the guy on the show, uh, Sean, many times. He owns Newsletter Pro. Go to newsletterpro.com if you're a small business owner and you're thinking about uh, putting together a newsletter. They've got a great group of people. They're actually out of Canada, um, and they do just a great job. And so he sends a lot of lot of stuff my way, and I like, I like um, sort of um, working off of it. And so I've got something I want to talk to you about. Are you ready? I am ready for okay. you. Okay. What Sean is saying is the future is about content more than it ever has been because so many people are sending stuff out now that um, more and more people, their uh, attention span is getting very short. And so it's important that you are doing these five things with your content if you want people to, if you want to actually get results. If you want to waste time and send out an email or, or create a newsletter, go ahead and do it. But without these five things, and this is an expert that's been doing this for over 13 years, um, and he has created a really multi-faceted, multi-million dollar business with newsletters, these five um, pieces of advice for content will ensure you get results. And I wanted to bring them by you and see what you thought. Okay. I'd love to hear them. Okay. So number one, you cannot be boring. Now I got to tell you something that sounds simple, but that's much harder than it actually is. I mean, it, th- there is something to say about me. And in my case, the first thing I do is look at the subject line and it's going to sort of anticipate what that email is going to be. Mm-hmm. Or I'll look at the headline in a newsletter. Um, and I, it, to me, it starts with, is it going to entertain me? Or is it going to inspire me? Is it going to interest me at all? Got an opinion on that? Sure do. I, most like most people, there is so much coming through my email, even texting, social media, so much content. It has to have some kind of spark to it. Spark, you say? Spark, I say. Okay. As, as in... If you lose your spark, get your spark back okay. type of thing. Don't be boring. It has to be entertaining. I have re- I've spoken on the radio a lot, spoken on the stages a lot, but I've also done a lot of writing over the, over the years as well. They, they kind of went parallel to each other. 
writing articles uh, mostly on the web, a little bit on print. And I would write things that I would throw out because I would look and I was bored writing them. Never mind, oh my goodness, someone's going to read this and be bored. They're never going to finish the right. piece. So I had to, myself, I had to look at my, my whatever work I was writing about. It had to have some spark and some energy to it where I wasn't bored. I've come across that. I was bored by my own writing, deleted the whole thing, had to restart again. Got to have some action. And in it's it. interesting that you say that because I, I read stuff that I can tell the person writing it, they really appreciated what they wrote, mm -hmm. but they had no concern whether the pain that I had to, <laughs> to, to, to read it. So, so, Facts, so that's a good figures, point. Yeah, uh, there's good information, but a present adult, like a good professor or a teacher in school. Sometimes, okay. yeah, the delivery. Number one, don't be boring. Don't be boring. Okay. Number two. Two. Be authentic. Be authentic. Now, this one's tricky for mm -hmm. a guy like Joe, too, because you know I'm kind of playful. You, you understand, right? So when I write which I'm a really bad writer. Mm -hmm. Best thing ever happened to me was a Terminator. You know, <laughs> I mean, baby, I wear that thing yeah. out, you know. Um, but um, I like to joke. I like to say lighthearted things, you know, and pepper that into the, the email that I'm sending. And that authenticity sometimes does not come out appropriately, correctly, right? I don't mean anything I say is mm -hmm. like offensive. It's just they, they don't get the joke. They don't get the funny. They don't get the humor. The mm -hmm. sarcasm doesn't, doesn't come about. So being authentic is one thing, but you do have to make sure that you're paying attention. Does it read the way you want it to read? This is how a lot of information arguments start over text messages, mm. because when you write... There is no inflection, there's no tone, there's no facial expression, there's no body language, which is often interpretive. When I read something, all I see is the words. You send me a text or an email. When you say something in front of me, I can tell if there's sarcasm involved. You cannot tell sarcasm from the written word. Okay, but, but, Mr. Kardashian of Lake Norman, is if it's coming from me, you know I'm really not. I would never say anything purposely offensive. Do I? So it would be, Do I it would be sarcastic. Do I really know that? You should. Or should you be writing differently? Mm, okay. Authentic. Be authentic, if, but if, understandable. And if you use the Terminator, are you still authentic? Oh, no, you got me there. And for our audience that doesn't know what the Terminator is, that's AI, ChatGPT, right. which many people are using. I have, I used... Joe right. Lingo, which is the Terminator. I which I get again. <laughs> so, so you understand? I would never send something out important without my wife or Julie reading it, right? I no longer have to do that. I just go straight to the Terminator. My wife and Julie are obsolete. They are no longer needed because I got the Terminator. I disagree. I run everything, <laughs> run everything past it. So they can read and say, hey, this isn't, isn't this funny? Patrick will love this. And they'll go, mm, I don't know, Joe. You should change upset that. Patrick You're again. You're going to upset Patrick. Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. That's number two. Be number two. Thing. Number three. Number three. Communicate regularly and consistently. Now, this is really important if you're trying to slowly inform someone. See, in my business, it takes about three years for somebody decides to sell their business. Uh-huh. So I'm communicating with people for a very long lead time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll send stuff out to people, and it may be three and a half, four years before they'll call me back and say, I'm ready to sell the business. Understood. So this, to me, is really important, which is a regular, consistent communication. 
constantly and something they can kind of plan on. Matter of fact, we're reading something that does that, which is this newsletter from from mm -hmm. Sean, Newsletter Pro. Um, I look forward to his his newsletter coming out. That's no different. <clears throat> You're making a newsletter or this show, Local Biz Now, or podcasting, very big, popular uh, with so many companies and personalities right now. People consume their information on demand. Everybody now. could be a Kardashian. Anybody can be a Kardashian. Well, no, no, they can't. <laughs> no, they, can't. <laughs> they can try. Patrick just makes this look easy. <laughs> Patrick Reynolds, often imitated, never duplicated. But your audience needs to know consistently when that information is coming out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch local biz now. You can watch this on demand, like you talk about on the tubes. That's right. Uh, you know, on our social media, you can watch us, but, but people need to know Monday, 4 p.m., boom, the latest one is live now. Right. Now I can watch it each week, month, biweekly, whatever you're going to do, newsletter and email, doesn't matter, but you're communicating with people. Do it on a consistent basis so they can count on you. That's important that you are dependable. If you're dependable, they'll do business with you. Number one, don't be boring. Number two, be authentic. Number three, communicate regularly and consistently. Number four. Cuatro. Multi-channel. I don't know what that means. What's Do, it talking about? I'm going to say, without reading the article, because it's in your possession, not mine, I would I kind of wanted to be a head up on you. I wanted to be a leg up on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, challenge accepted. Multi-channel. <laughs> I would say literally the channels, much like this show in the video feed. We got yeah. it on, on YouTube, X, yeah. Facebook, LinkedIn. It's on one, two, three radio stations. It is on the WSIC website. Right. So that, not everybody has that. However, don't just be one source. Have a podcast if you can. Have a, an email uh, newsletter if you can. Maybe you just send out some social media regularly if you can. But have multiple ways for people uh, to, to get information from you. Much like uh, multiple streams of income is a hot term. It has been yeah. for years. It comes and goes. Same thing. Have multi-channels. You passed that test. I knew what that was, you know, but I, I was testing you on that. How'd I do? How'd I do? You did excellent. Excellent. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm moving on to the lightning uh, round. Omnimedia is what the marketing people call that. So, okay. Uh, okay. So, multi channel. That was number four. All right. Number five. Number five. Focus on helping people. Mm -hmm. Now, that one was kind of hard for me for a while until I figured it out, right? You know, it used to be. You gotta write me a check before you're gonna know what Joe knows, right? You understand that, right? And then I started to realize, even if I tell you, you still can't implement it the same way, right? So it's okay to give this information. I was afraid for years, if I gave you the information, you no longer needed me. But that's not true. And so that piece of it, piece of it was pretty, it was difficult for me to, to grasp for a, for, for a long time. Tell, don't sell. All those newsletters, all those social media channels that we just talked about, you are informing your, your clients or your potential clients. You're educating them. They, you want to talk about boring? Hit a, hit, get hit with a sales pitch once a week from the same company. <laughs> are you kidding me? But if you're doing something to inform, like what you do in business right. or what I do in business, if you're constantly with the opinion or the point of view of I'm trying to help you, you know, advertising for the WSIC, they're trying to help you. They're not trying to sell you something. Yes, a sale will come from that eventually. But if they just in your face, sell, 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 
it's a real big turnoff, and that's where you get the don't be boring. You are boring. Stop trying to sell to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, five things to do, make sure that you are uh, paying attention to to get good results for content. Number one, don't be boring. Number two, be authentic. Number three, communicate regularly. Number four, multi-channel uh, omni-media. And number five, focus on helping people. Patrick, we have less than a minute. How can people reach you if they want if they want you at their next event uh, to, to speak to them? Best way is to email me. That's info at prmc.com. That's spelled P-R-E-M-C-E-E. -E. The word M-C is the letter M, letter C, and a lot of useless E's, but that's how it's that's how it's spelled. And the bottom line is just contact WSIC and they'll get you to oh, Patrick yeah. and um because he is now the news director of WSIC and my mentee. WSIC, Waves Entertainment, PRMC, you'll get a hold of me somehow. If it's Monday afternoon, you're listening to Local Biz Now and your business matters. Yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, number one live talk business radio show in North Carolina coming to you from Burner Cigar Studio home of great people, premium cigars, life is good at Burner Cigars. Uh, matter of fact, hit it, Wilton. Fire it up. It's Josh Johnson, and as a firefighter, I know how to keep cool under pressure. But when it's time to unwind, I head to Burner Cigar. For up your chill time with our hand-picked selection, because we all need a moment to enjoy life. So, um... Burner Cigar has been our new sponsor for about three or four months. Um, please go on by there. Tell them you heard it on uh, WSIC and the first cigar is on me. It is just an exceptional place with a large humidor, a lot of great people. Get, get yourself a cigar, uh, uh, fire it up, and just uh, have, a, have a seat, and I promise you, you will enjoy yourself. I love telling people a cigar is this big equalizer. You know, you've got about 45 minutes to an hour to sit and meet some really interesting, intriguing people. It is much better than uh, hitting a golf ball and then having to go chase it. Uh, <laughs> you, you still get to spend plenty of time with somebody and meet some great people there. Burner Cigar in uh, Burkdale Village. Please go on by there. They're in the same parking lot as Dick Sporting Goods. And again, Josh is the owner. Go on by and tell him that uh, Joe sent you. Thank you so much. So you are listening to Local Biz Now. If it is Monday afternoon, I am sitting here with the Kardashian of Lake Norman. And if it is Monday afternoon, Patrick, your business matters. Yeah. You have to say it period after each sentence. That's, right. That's three, se three words, three sentences. That's right. That's right. That's how I coach people to say that. Your business you coach matters. Okay. Why can't we smoke cigars and golf? Do we have to choose? Can we do both? Why can't we smoke cigars and have this show? We can. We no. are. No. I'd be fired. <laughs> uh, when I told uh, Josh that I wanted to have a cigar, he said, great. First thing he said out of his mouth, but you're not smoking the studio. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh. Okay. So let's get, let's get back to business. Yes. Um, you know, something Julie and I started doing for the show, we started elevating the show, bringing it to a new level, bringing in um, high-end, super big-brain people, smart people from time to time. Today is one of those days. Um, we've started a campaign searching for people. Now, a lot of these people I don't know. Um, and so I'm getting a chance to meet them for the very first time as you are. And today is no exception. Please welcome Wes 
Cook. Wes is a chief executive officer for FP Complete. Um, Wes, thank you so much for being here, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Oh no, we got Wilton playing with the with the buttons in there. <laughs> Where's the audience? I didn't so know that's we right. Had that's one. right. That's right. So, um, I instead of me trying to define what FP Complete is, please tell me what that is. Sure, um, FP Complete. We are a software engineering company that builds highly secure, highly scalable, and very industrialized software for regulated industry or regulated similar industry. So. We do a lot of work with folks that are building medical device technology, pharma-type <laughs> technologies. We're very heavy in the blockchain, Web3 space nowadays because of all the security and, and scalability challenges. And we've so, been doing that for about 12 years. So so I, I'm i reading your bio, mm -hmm. and I understand about 2% of it, by, by the way. <laughs> just, 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 so when I said big brain, I do mean big brain, right? And so... Um, you were formerly the founder and president of two systems integrated companies, mm -hmm. um, early adapter, pioneer of distributed computing. What is that, distributed computing? What we know today is networking, local networking, okay. wide area networking, things like that. And you do a lot of um, technology advising, and you, you listed some things, uh, Novell, 3Com. Mm -hmm. I don't know what those things are. Are those specific to... Well, when you go back into the dark ages of technology, back in the 80s and 90s, those were the first distributed networks that were put out in the world. Basically, everything back in that time frame was mainframe-oriented, IBM, DEC, right. things like that. With the PC computer being brought to the market, you know, with Compaq, Dell, those guys, local area networks became popular. How can we share our printers? How can we share our files? That's the three comms of the world, Novell's of the world. Got it. They built that. I kind of grew up through that and um, just kind of continued to been doing it for the last 35 Thank years. Thank you for explaining that so I could understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for talking down to me. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. He did it so nicely, too. He did, he did a great job. I, I absolutely understand what he was talking about. And, and so um, I, I was reading your bio, and it sounds like you had created something or had worked on something at the, at the preliminary stages. Let me... Let me uh, uh, H-A-S-K-E-L-L. -L. Um, what is that? What was that? Um, it, 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 you were just, I, I was trying to read it. It was a language that you... That, oh, Haskell. Haskell. Yes, so... Haskell. So, and you were describing that this, you were at the frontier of something um, many, many years ago. Kind of walk me through that because sure. it, it, it tells me a lot about you and that you had these different lives in technology, right? So Haskell is a language that uh, is a very exact formal language. Functional programming, i.e. FP complete. Functional programming complete is our name. Uh, the company was founded back in uh, 2012 and uh, by our, our founder, Aaron Contour. So that language was a new language at the time. So if you think about software engineering, software development, you hear things like .NET, Java, JavaScript, C++, C Sharp. Those are informal languages that have been out there. Haskell, Scala, other languages, Rust, or more formal languages. So we started uh, back in 2012 in this newfound language called Haskell that is a um, very concise language. It's, you can write a lot of very powerful uh, functions with very little code. It makes it very fast, makes it very safe, makes it very scalable. And that's what we did. So for 12 years, we started off building tools 
And then we kind of pivoted into consulting. And then I joined the organization about five years ago to go and scale and grow it. What I inherited when I came in as CEO was this community of Haskellers. Um, oh, I like that. Haskellers. Oh, yeah. We okay. have all Sophisticated. Rules. It yeah. is. Okay. Haskellers is a community, roughly about 25, 2,800 people globally now. If you think about Facebook, they write in Haskell, Standard Chartered Bank, AT&T. They used to write in this language because it was very fast and very secure for them. You think about all the stuff going on with Facebook. Unfortunately, that language had a community that couldn't get along, couldn't agree on anything. And it kind of fell out of favor over the last you know, eight, nine years. And it's pretty much falling out of favor. We pivoted over to Rust, which is another language that's an exact formal language, to drive our development efforts. So, you know, the Haskell world, we were big fish, small pond. Now we're little fish, big pond. Uh, so we're finding our way into, you know, more exact types of product development efforts with our software engineering skills. So FP Complete uh, um, is an international software engineering company that builds industry scalable, industrial scalable, uh, secure software mm -hmm. in the uh, DeFi, am I saying that correctly? Yep. DeFi, GameFi space. GameFi, what is DeFi and GameFi space? What are those? So if you look at Web3. I appreciate you not laughing at me for not knowing. <laughs> Should I know those? No, not really, not okay. necessarily. <laughs> there, feel better? <laughs> Wilton's going to have a laugh coming. I, yeah, I know he's going <laughs> to. Okay. I love me some Wilton. <laughs> so if you're familiar, you hear about the terminology WebFi or, or Web3. You know, a lot of people hear about crypto, blockchain, all this stuff. So within that subset, there's DeFi, distributed finance, which is what blockchain drives with the applications for financial services type applications, trading systems, option platforms, so forth and so on. GameFi is what it is, games. So we work and build applications in that space and blockchains in that space for our customers to go out and sell that and do what they do. So like you know, right now we have a product with a customer, about two billion in trading volume doing perp swaps. So we're doing trading, active trading platforms. We're doing option platforms, things like that. We built this goofy game called Wreck Dragon two years ago. Raised $10 million in four days. <laughs> um, hey, you know, it's almost kind of like a, you know, I looked at it, my VP of software engineering looked at it, it was like, what are we doing? <laughs> but it was literally this game that had auctions and, and you know, you buy and trade and sell stuff, and this thing took off. But honestly, uh, I, got a, I got a son that just graduated college, and there were a lot of kids that would like to be doing just that when you're just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was, it was kind of crazy. We watched the auction, and they raised, literally raised $10 million in four days. So I'm curious, how do you get here, right? I, I mean, you know, you wake up one day and say, I think I want to be in IT and work on computers. What, how did that happen? Now, you don't got to go back to 1963, <laughs> but kind of give, give, me, give me a little bit of your background. Not quite 63. Um, you know, I grew, my, I grew up in a family of technologists, and I didn't know anything different. And when I went to college, engineering was the thing to do. Um, got through engineering school and ended up getting a job with a computer company called what is now called CompuCon Systems. Um, and started off as an engineer, worked my way up. Somebody figured out that I could actually speak uh, versus engineer. So they kind of threw me into a sales 
You are a rare breed to be able to communicate with me. You understand that? I can understand that. <laughs> uh, that's that was my trademark back in the day. So, <laughs> you know, I was able. You know, the sales guys were like, "We got to go sell this stuff." And oh, you, you can say it. Come along. <laughs> so I, I ran around, uh, you know, the Northeast and the U.S. Uh, helping these guys sell the stuff. And uh, you know, somewhere along the way, somebody said, "Hey, you know, we can't sell all these boxes anymore. Margins are getting bad. We need the services." And it's like, "Oh, that guy." You can say that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you got, you know, and they shipped me off down to D.C. to take over a uh, full operation as a general manager. And, you know, 26 years old, vice president of a, you know, billion, three and a half billion dollar company. I was having a good time. Cool. And, and all we got, and all the way on through. Let's take a break and we'll, let's keep talking about it. You are talking to West Crook. He is the C, uh, CEO of FP Complete. That was a whole lot of words for me. He did well. We'll be right back. You are listening to Local Biz Now. I am Joe Bagnon. This is the number one talk business show in all of North Carolina. Coming to you live from Burner Cigar Studio here in uh, the uh, spectacular WSIC studio um, where Monday afternoon your business matters. Yeah. Thank you, buddy, for doing that. We are talking with Wes Crook. He is the chief executive officer for F. P complete. You guys are pivoting a little bit because I saw on your information um, to a FP block. Yes. Can you explain to me what that is? Yes, that's our uh, branding effort to go after the blockchain DeFi Web3 space. Okay. Um, we have a lot of experience there. We've been building in that space for better part about seven years now. Um, you know, so we've been part of the Cardano audit process where we helped them audit originally. Uh, we've built three or four blockchains. We've built half a dozen currencies and uh, we've always built it from you know you like what he just flippantly says that you know what i mean we build a couple of currencies you know no big deal like that's pretty cool stuff man it's 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 interesting i mean it's, <laughs> well joe and i are fascinated by i think yeah. to you it's just a day that ends in a y though that, that's right that's right <laughs> well yeah. i think the interesting thing for me is you know the business is still the wild wild west you mm -hmm. know so you have a lot of fakers and posers and fraudsters like right. you know the ftx's of the world uh, but you also have the technology that is really fundamentally sound, and it's really good. Um, but we don't have people in the world that really are at scale to be able to build this the right way. You know, a lot of this stuff is still three men in a garage. You know, I, you know, smart business guy, guy that, hey, I can write some code, and mm -hmm. a guy that says I can go sell it. And they go out and they raise millions of dollars to go build these applications, but these applications are not very well built. The money starts pumping into the system. Then you get the fraud. Then you get the theft. Then you right. get that kind of stuff. And then it causes the SEC and other regulatory environments saying, hey, you know, this is not cool. We need to regulate. But, you know, really, if you build it the right way, you build it with, with security in mind and, and develop the technology or leverage the technology that you're using, you can build something as strong and as powerful as you want and that's safe. And that's what we do. And that's why we're pivoting. We've always kind of been white labeled behind the cloud, behind the customer. We're coming out in front now. And it's like, you know, that thing over there, we built that. That thing over there, we built that. Right. You know, you, you know the name of that company, you know the name of that company, but you don't know who actually did it. Right. You know, it's been kind of fun. We were actually in a little bit of a fun spot. Some company wanted to buy one of our partners, our clients, and they wanted to buy it for the engineering team. The only problem was 
they didn't have the engineering team. <laughs> We're the engineering team. And it's like, I said, you know, sorry, son, you're not going to be negotiating on my behalf. That's here. right. That's <laughs> so, right. Uh, you know, so a little bit of a game there. So that's why we're kind of seeing FP block coming out from behind the So, So the let's talk about this. Um, what does a good buyer profile look like for you, right? If there's somebody out there listening, what what are you guys looking for? Well, good. Our, our buyer persona is somebody that's, you know, has a great idea. They want to build a product. They want to take it to market, but they don't understand how to build or engineer a software product to you know, go to market. You know, what you find is a lot of people that are software developers, not software engineers, and they get them to write, oh, build me something that does this. And that's what they do. They build something to do this. They don't understand the algorithms. They don't understand the math. They don't okay. understand the science. Okay. So you're telling me software, th it, there's a difference between a software engineer absolutely. and a developer engineer? Do I, did I define those two differently? Yeah. Software developer is somebody that can write code. Software developer or a software engineer. engineer. Yeah. Describe the difference between, I didn't know there was a difference. I would use those interchangeably. And people do, and people all the time interchangeably. Mm -hmm. But really what you find is a software developer, they're good people, they're smart people, they write the code. So you, you tell me, I want this to be read. They know how to write it to be read. Mm -hmm. You know, give me a report that does this, give me a report that does that, put an output that does this, what have you. A software engineer actually, builds the algorithms, they understand the math, the science, the technology, then they build and write the requirements to build the software. So if I've got a client that comes to me and says, Joe, I got this great idea. Mm -hmm. It just requires somebody to build it. That's what we did. You, you would be the ones that do that. That's what we do. And, and you know, funny is because a lot of times we come into customers, I'm doing one right now, it's an open book gambling system for India. Kind of crazy, but mm -hmm. it is. And they have commercialized software developers. They have built this pl platform, terrible latency, goes down a lot, not secure. And it's like, why? Well, because y'all, they don't understand what they're building. They understand what you ask them to do, but they don't understand the science, the math, the algorithms to do they're it. They're sort of building a house of cards instead of if they start with a good foundation engineer to begin with, well, they've got something that's solid. That's a very good, good analogy. If You know, you have this... The whoa, 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 whoa. Did you hear that, Patrick? I did. He said, I got a good analogy. Uh, finally, one. Okay. You got one. <laughs> finally. Thank, thank you, Wes. I appreciate that. So if you take it... If I'm waiting for a butt, but go ahead. No, here's that analogy. You know, you have people that can build a house. Right. But you have to have an engineer and you have to have an architect design it properly so right. it doesn't fall down when they build it. Right. And that's the difference. If You can look at it that way. We build it and design it to be right. And then we can either do it ourselves and build it, which we tend to do because we can build code very fast. Right. Or you can go to a software developer to go follow the requirements. So that's that's kind of the difference. So you see why he's on the show? Yeah. This I, is good stuff. That was a good question. I like that because that helped explain it to me because I didn't get it either. <laughs> how would you, how would I you don't get it half the time either, so don't go back. I well, as synonyms as I'm well. Going, I'm heading there in my mind because I do have clients that come to me with these ideas I have no place to send them. Mm -hmm. I I would not know where to send them. You know, my brother uh, company does some cloud services, but mm -hmm. again, they're probably more software developers than they would be engineers. Where my clients need somebody to go from the beginning and start and define something like that. Exactly. That's you know that's that's where we exactly. come in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Wes. That's a thing on this show. Sorry, but no, no, no worries. No worries.
So, so um, other than somebody who wants to start from scratch, what other type of buyer profile do you do you work with? Somebody that's got a problem, do they yeah. come to you? Usually, that's that's our old the way we used to do business. Is somebody would come to us because they had a problem that their teams couldn't solve, and that we, we you know they were developers, they'd bring us in to go solve the problem. It was a very difficult business model for us because we were basically brought in by a CEO or a C chief technology officer, or CIO. Um, and basically put in an adversarial role with their development teams. Oh, really? Because it's like... How dare you bring an outside source in? I can do that. Well, you know, engineers, you know, technologists, I can do it. You know, I don't need any help. I can do it myself. Give me enough time and enough pizzas, I can build it. Right. Doesn't mean they build it right. Don't mean they understand <laughs> all the technology, but that's the mindset that and you as deal a, with. And as a business person, I want it done in the fastest period of time. At the which least means, cost. That's right. That's right. So for me, I want somebody qualified that I know can do it right the first time. Fast, good, or cheap, you get to pick two. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. And, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of business owners, a lot of, of you know, people on the business side of the house don't understand, like you said, software developer, mm. software engineer. They don't understand those nuances. We so wouldn't. They're, so they're going, hey, that guy's 45 bucks an hour. That guy's 200 bucks an hour. I'm going to go with $45 an hour. Not knowing really like, what they're buying. You know, Why? A year and a half in, like one project we did, they spent two years, $3 million of their own money building it. We came in, said it was garbage, spent four months and rebuilt it, and now it's on the market. Right. They had, we literally had to trash to right. that work because it was not done right, architected properly. Wes, if you don't mind, I'd like to fire one off. And we talked during the break a little bit about chat GPT and AI. How is that? You mean the Terminator. The Terminator and Joe speak. <laughs> but for the rest of the world, yes. <laughs> How has that impacted your company? Um, it hasn't impacted our company yet, other than that we can create tremendous amount of content in like no time at no cost. Um, because it's, you know, very easy to use. You know, you have to be careful with chat GPT because it's two-year-old. It's not modern, you know, real-time data. It's uh -huh. older data. Um, and you also, you know, need to make sure that data is accurate because it may not be accurate. So, you know, the, the large language models are still learning and they're still building these things. And it's going to take time. But, you know, you're seeing stuff like, you know, you, I saw an article yesterday. I was reading it to my wife. You know, Tyler Perry is getting ready to build an $800 million addition to his uh, studios down in Atlanta. He killed it because he saw OpenAI's video generation right. AI. And he was like, this is going to destroy us. You know, that, that was his mindset. He's like, we're going to lose jobs, lots of jobs. And you look at the, at the uh, output, you can't tell if that's a real person or not. I mean, it's mm -hmm. that good. And I've seen it. You know, but, but you know, you also have to look at the technology. There's a lot of horsepower that has to be done. So there's a lot of green conversations going on because, you know, you talk about, you know, the electric vehicles like Tesla's. Mm. Well, they're not as friendly environmentally like a car, a gas car, because of the energy consumption to, you know, run the grid and all that stuff. You have the same problem with these big data centers that require lots of power right. to crunch this stuff to get it out in output. So I think we're a long ways off before we really see what it can do. But, you know, from content, content production, you know, one of my engineers built a marketing plan in three days that would have taken months with a marketing professional. Mm. It was better than what they could produce. Right. And it was just an engineer. And you know, he's just like, you know, what's my goal? What's, my, you know, all the things, customer journey, personas, boom, boom, boom. And it spit out a 40-page document that was, like, impressive. 
So um, if there are some small business people out there or business people out there listening to this and they do have an idea or concept and they want to run it by you, how can they reach you? Uh, the best way to reach me is wcrook at fpcomplete.com. One more time. This is radio. they got to hear it twice. <laughs> fpcomplete.com. So it's W-C-R-O-O-K at fpcomplete.com. We are talking with Wes Crook. He is the chief executive officer for FP Complete, and, and it is also FP uh, Block. Yes, FP C- Block. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for being there. I really do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you for having us. We, we, we're going to talk again. I've got some clients I'm going to send your way. I'll be interested to see if you guys could help them or not. This will be an interesting um, direction. Love to talk to them. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Patrick Reynolds, thank you, my friend, for being co-host. I appreciate you filling in. you got your own show to do in a minute, right? Uh, we're doing the News Drive at 5 at the top of the hour. Thank you for letting me sit in on Local Biz Now. Hang on for News Drive at 5 with Patrick Reynolds. You are listening to Local Biz Now. I am Joe Vagno, and if it's Monday afternoon, say it, say it, say it. Your business matters. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Serving you better than ever before. WSIC, Statesville, W290DK Mooresville, W264CU Statesville.